Good morning, Westwood family. Everybody doing good today? Great. Welcome to Westwood. We're so glad that you're here. I'm Rick Callahan. I'm the pastor of families here at Westwood, and we've got a great treat in store for all of us today, and we're going to worship together. It's going to be a fun, fun day. Uh, I want to let you know that about three years ago, we started talking about what's called Kids Cam, and Cam means Creative Arts Ministry, and so uh, we started that just a couple years ago. It's been really great. Uh, wonderful things have happened. Our kids have learned all sorts of things, and today they're going to come present a program. Uh, which is going to challenge our hearts, and uh, we're excited about that. And, and the, the drama that's written today uh, was written by Jennifer Thomason. She's on our staff part-time working in the family ministry, and so she put this together. But I want you to know also that there's a big cast of characters that are going to be up here today, and then a lot of kids as well. So that's always fun, right? It's always fun. And so uh, we're going to have a great time today. Now, let me just tell you a little bit about the preparation for this program today. Uh, over the last several weeks, kids have been meeting on Sunday afternoons and at other times as well, and they've been doing all sorts of things, getting ready for today, getting ready for you. And so uh, one of the things that they've done is they've, some of them have learned African drums, and so you're going to see that today. Some have been learning guitar, but they did a lot of other things too. Uh, every week they did Christmas crafts. They even had an opportunity where they wrote letters to some kids as part of their mission work, and they learned about missions. And so all sorts of things happen in kids cam. And so I uh, just want to let you know that the next kids cam uh, registration will start next Sunday if you want your kids involved in that. And then also uh, on J January the 10th is when the next kids cam starts. So one of the things that I think was cool that they did this, this uh, past few weeks as well was they made gingerbread nativities. Now I've made gingerbread houses, but uh, they made gingerbread nativities. I do have a question. I wonder if they put the wise men in the nativity. I don't know why, but that always bothers me. But, but anyway, I wonder if they did that. So uh, it's been a great fun fall for the kids. It's been difficult because of COVID and challenges that we have and kids in and out. But today we come to celebrate what God has done through Cam and how God is using the kids and their talents and abilities to make a difference for his kingdom. We have truly, as Westwood, invested in kids who will make a difference for Jesus in the future. Before we start today, I want to ask you if you'd just bow your heads and let's pray. Father, thank you so much for the opportunity today with all of these friends. Thank you, Lord, for loving us like you do. Lord, I pray that today would be a wonderful day. You would receive glory and honor because of it. I pray you'd use these kids and these many leaders that have participated. And Lord, I pray that you would make this day an incredible day for you. In your name we pray and all God's people said, amen. start my voice memo. Oh, where's the app? Uh, here it is. And record. Hey, Danville dudes, it's Asher again with voice memo 12.0. I've got a lot more to tell you since my last voice memo, so pay close attention. It's been somewhat of a hectic holiday since we moved to Alabama and all due to the virus. My dad is still working from home. Oh, and my baby sister was just born, so my mom is acting kind of 
Well, let's just say she left her phone in a box of cereal this morning. Hey, Asher, do you have my iPad? Yeah, but I'm using the voice memo app from my epic storytelling for my friends back home. A voice memo? When did you start doing that? Why don't you just write them a letter or FaceTime them? Dad, letters are old school, and FaceTiming is for girls. This is way cooler. I'm just telling the guys what all has happened so far since we moved here. Okay, well, make it quick. I have a Zoom meeting in five minutes. You work too much. Hey, wait, Dad, can you stay? It'll be fun since you have, like, a super low voice. It can add some range and dynamic to the narrative. Uh, sure. All right. Um, <clears throat> to the Danville dudes, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. away. Dad, seriously? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I seriously have a Zoom meeting in a few minutes, and Mom's got my laptop researching baby's first Santa pics or something. I don't know. She seems super intense, so just make it a speedy synopsis. Okay, okay, where was I? So, my dad is still working from home, my baby sister was just born. Oh, and we started going to the local church that my dad went to when he was a kid. And at that church, I've met a ton of new friends through this creative arts ministry they have. I've learned visual arts, puppets, guitar, and even baking, don't laugh, and African drums, so cool. But the best thing that's happened this Christmas break is the house that we bought came with the shack in the back. And are you ready for this? There's the crusty old man that lives in it. Like he came with the house or something. <laughs> ah, sure. He didn't come with the house. He's the father of the previous tenant. He's going to move out soon enough, I'm sure. Whatever. The old dude won't even listen to you. Like he totally ignores you. But so today is the day. The neighbors say he gets his newspaper like clockwork. So I'm going to camp out about by that shack and boom, ain't no way he can escape from me then. Whoa, there's going to be no boom, young man. Remember, you're reflecting the love of Christ for this man. I know, but Dad, but everyone who meets me loves me. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Plus, it can't be that bad. It's going to be a piece of cake. <laughs> Oh, wait, I'm still recording. See you, Danville dudes. Over and out. Over and out? Is this radio communication now? <sighs> Let's do this. to get it any closer. Oh, no. That would be too much to ask of a teenager. Ludicrous. Kid throws like a penguin. No escaping me now! Oh, excellent, excellent. Uh, Hold back, young man! I've watched Karate Kid more than 25 times, and I'm known around here as an elite ninja. Here, think fast! Oh, oh, come on, man! I don't even know your name! Dude, come on! Come on, man. What a Grinch. Went that well, huh, bud? Look, when I get done with these spreadsheets, why don't we both go over there and make some introductions? Oh, no, you don't. This is my mission. 
Oh, Asher, I'm so proud of you for being mission-minded, especially during the Christmas season. Yuck, you've been watching way too many Hallmark movies, Mom. I'm on a mission, a quest, a journey to pursue a goal. And what exactly is that goal, son? To, um, well... I haven't figured that out yet, but I will, because it's my mission. Well, mister, how about you make it your mission to join me in the kitchen and clean up the mess you made making Christmas cookies? You're a genius, Mom. I'll bake them Christmas cookies. It's just what we learned at Kids Camp. Cookies are a key to a man's heart. Say, what? Did they really teach you that? No, but I feel like I've heard that somewhere before. Huh. Well, it's mostly true, I guess. <laughs> well... Here you go, bud. Here's a Christmas tin full of your cookies. Go on over there, but be sweet and love Jesus, okay? Yes, ma'am. Here I come, you mean old Grinch. Asher! Go away! But I've got fresh baked cookies. <laughs> They're Christmas shortbread with chocolate drizzle. Mm. Mm, am I right? Mm. Chocolate drizzle, eh? Mm. Ba babushka! Oh, oh, come on, man. Wait, babushka? What on earth does that mean? Did he mean ba humbug? Eh, I don't get it. I'm not giving up on you, man. Second time it's happened. Well, cookies weren't the key to his heart. Well, they are mine. So, uh, didn't go too well again, huh, bud? Nope, your turn, Dad. Whoa, I thought this was your mission. Look, I think you were on the right track there. You're, you've got a huge heart, and you're really creative, Asher. You should use your creative gifts to reach him for the gospel. That was a great idea. Maybe there's another creative way to minister to him. Maybe he likes music. You're so right, Dad. I'm going to call up some of the kids from church. We can carol. Um, we can, or maybe even Mr. Keith can come too, and they can play African drums. Or maybe you can get some of your guitar students to come and play a sweet guitar number for him. Good thinking, Dad. All great ideas, son. Super proud of you. Oh, phone, please. Oh. Answer. Oh, Mr. Keith, hey. Uh, yeah, it, I'm so glad you answered. It's, it's Asher Maxwell from Kids Camp. Uh-huh. I was wondering if you could do me a favor. How's my baby girl doing? How's baby Joy? Don't you dare wake her up. Uh, honey, I think her sleep schedule's off. Oh, really? You know all about sleep schedules now? Is that in one of your special spreadsheets? Uh, I'm sorry. I love you. G great news. Mr. Keith is calling up some of the kids to get them to go care right now. To the old Ebenezer Scrooge. Nice accent, but enough with the name calling. Wait, he's grumpy and rude and says babushka, whatever that means. What? I, I think it means like old woman or granny or something. It, it doesn't matter. Look, it's going to be great. In the meantime... Do you still have that stationery? Sure do. I'm, I'm not doing anything. I'll go grab it. Oh, okay. Great. Awesome. Uh, so, Asher, why don't you write a letter to Mr. Um, Mr. Mr. Scrooge? No, stop it. Remember, humility, not hostility, cracks a hardened heart. Just address it to dear neighbor. And say what exactly? Well, first, apologize for snooping. And then second, just tell him you're looking forward to meeting him. Invite him to church. Maybe share your favorite Bible verse. Just don't use your emotions. Rather, use the authority of God's Word. Whoa, Dad, that was deep. Why don't you just write it? No, I remember the letters you wrote to the kids in Swaziland. They were both inspiring and encouraging. You can do this. Our job here is just to plant a seed and let God do His work. Here you go, bud. He's lucky to have you as a friend. Okay, a letter to my neighbors. Something short and sweet. 
dear Mr. Scrooge. No, that's already bad. Bad. understood the situation completely. All I want to do is to have the opportunity to explain it to you, please. Hello? Hello? Babushka! This is a pretty awesome letter, Dad. I'm gonna walk this right on over. Sweet. Go away! Yeah, I'm gonna go. Hello? Hello? Uh, what has he done now? snooping earlier today. <laughs> you should, because I'm a ninja. <laughs> uh, my bad. Yo. Yo? Uh, I'm also sorry for bringing you obnoxiously drizzled Christmas cookies. So girly, am I right? <laughs> but I really do want to meet you. My parents always say, be sweet and love Jesus. So I hope I can have another chance to meet you and be sweet or whatever. Oh, and my favorite Bible verse is John 3:16. But if you don't have a Bible to look it up, you can have one of my dad's. He has like six or something. Your nosy neighbor, Asher Maxwell. Hmm, some kid, persistent. I'll give him that. Mom, Dad, they're here! All right. Hey, guys, how's it going? Welcome to my humble abode. Whatever that means. Are you guys ready to do some real mission work? Yeah. So, Mr. Keith, this little dude in the shack in the back needs a major dose of Christmas beer. A big old cup of J-E-S-U-S. Know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. Can we play for him your awesome version of Joy to the World? Absolutely. We can well, do it. Woohoo! Let's get this thing started! Let's do it. All right, my rock and guitar students, I hope you guys have been practicing your chords and scales because we may have a little jam sesh later. That is, if we don't wake the baby. <laughs> uh, seriously. Um, so, uh, yeah, in the meantime, uh, anybody want any hot chocolate? Yeah. Hey, hey, honey, could you make us some hot chocolate? I love you. Anybody want any marshmallows? Yeah? I think we've got some chocolate drizzled cookies somewhere too, if I can find them. Go away! You guys ready? I think we're ready. One, two, one, two, three, four.
awesome was that? Uh, You're breaking my heart, man. You're breaking my heart. Man. Uh, See you guys. Merry Christmas. Thanks for coming. See you guys later. Why have I had a soft spot for that old man? I'll never know. I'm passing the torch to you, Dad, and it's flaming hot. Sorry to say, but you're going to get burned. Whoa, bud. It's just probably been one of those days. He's probably just overwhelmed. I just want him to know we care. I just want him to love Jesus. Breathe, Asher. Listen, the most loving act a Christ follower can do is to share the gospel and invite others to believe. After that, it's up to God to convict him and to soften his heart. Look, mom's making hot chocolate for some of the guitar students that came over with the drummers. Why don't we both go over there and invite him to come over here and join us? What do you say? Um, nah, I'll just stay here with mom and baby Joy, but you go right ahead. How's that sound? (laughs) Asher, come on, son. (sighs) Okay. Wait, but just to forewarn you, he has really bad breath, so you might want to stay six feet away. <laughs> ah, sure. <laughs> he probably hasn't brushed his teeth since March. He can't help it. Oh, my gosh. All right. <laughs> For the love! How many times do I have to tell you to go away? I'm just going to go. No, no. Uh, hey, it's, uh, it's Joe. Joe from next door. A- Asher's dad. I was hoping we could at least get your name. Joe? As in Joe Maxwell? That's me. Hey, I almost didn't recognize you. You're Mr. McClendon, right? Uh, Yes. Dad, this is the old man from the shack in the back. Hello, have you been listening to anything I've said? No, no, listen. Uh, this is Mr. McClendon, also known as Mr. Mac. Hey, man, how's it going? How's Mrs. Nancy? Is she well? Uh, it's okay. Uh, I think you should go. Uh, no, I think Asher has to know who you are. Asher, you know how we moved back to this community because this is where I grew up and I love this community. Well, I especially love the local church. And Mr. and Mrs. McClendon, also known as Mr. and Mrs. Mack, were founding members of that church, and they were faithful followers of Christ. And Mr. Mack here was even the deacon at the church. Every Sunday morning, they used to get there early and hand out candy to all the kids. And for every sweet treat, there was a sweet story about Jesus. Goodness, it was the highlight of my week. He's never given me any sweet treats, or maybe some sweet sorrow. Asher, apologize to Mr. Mack. Nah, it's okay. I, I think you should go. No, Mr. Mack, listen. My wife is making hot chocolate, and I would love to introduce you to our newborn baby daughter. Uh, I have so many fond memories of you and Mrs. Nancy. What do you say? I'll take, uh, I'll take coffee. Bitter roast. Uh, you got it. Oh, man. It's uh, Mr. Mack. I tell you what, this guy shares the Christmas story of Jesus' birth better than anyone I've ever met. Uh, uh, I tell you, uh, let me go put on some pants. Uh, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Dad, how is this? Dad, he's been rude and grumpy. How is this the same man you once knew? I don't get it. Oh, wait one sec. I'm just not hearing it. Mr. Mac from the shack in the bag. You can't make that stuff up. Uh, Asher, let's not ever say that again. Uh, okay. Check on this guy. Hey, you, you all right there, buddy? Hold on. It's been since March since I had to put on pants. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Uh, See what I told you about the breath? I told you he probably hasn't brushed since March either, so it's okay. <sighs> Smell very good. Yeah, hopefully that hot chocolate's got some marshmallows on it, because that's how I like my hot chocolate. <laughs> oh, hey, there he is, my man with pants. All right. So, Mr. Mack, I have so many questions. Uh, please hold your questions till the end of the presentation. Well played. Hey, uh, honey, I have somebody I'd like to introduce you to. Come on in, Mr. Mack. <laughs> uh, honey, uh, 
this is Mr. McClendon, uh, also known as Mr. Mac. Mr. Mac, this is my beautiful wife, Grace, and our newborn baby daughter, Joy. And here's some of my guitar students who came over to play for us. Let me grab that coffee. Uh, hey kid, are we trapped in some kind of Hallmark movie or something? You gotta get me out of here! We may watch way too much Hallmark, but this year, mister, is real life. At least real life in the Maxwell house. And we love you, old grumpy pants, but guess what? Jesus loves you more. So sit back, have your bitter roast, and listen to some Christmas worship, yo! Guys, thank y'all so much. Oh, that was wonderful. I hope you guys have a, a Merry Christmas. Thank y'all again. That was that, awesome. That, that was Mrs. Mac's favorite Christmas carol. Dude, are you crying? Uh, I ain't crying. You're crying. <laughs> Mr. Mac, uh, hey, um, would you do us the honor of sharing one of your Christmas stories or maybe even just reading a story from the Bible? I think I could do that. Um, oh, um, your son said you had like six Bibles or something, and I can have one. Um, so where is it? Yeah, all right, sure, uh, yeah. There's one right here, actually. Uh, ah, convenient. Hmm. <laughs> all right, everybody gather around. We're going to be in Matthew 1, starting in verse 18. When they saw us, let's see. And this is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. Yeah. 
saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother. And they fell down, and they worshipped him. <sighs> Woo! Amen and amen. Oh, that was awesome. I'm pumped. Are you? Uh, well, uh, I could use some more coffee. <laughs> you got it. Well, Mr. Mack, it was nice to meet you, but I've got to put Baby Joy down for a nap. Uh, another nap? Joe, don't start with me. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I love you. Um, so I guess it's just you and me now. <sighs> so how about this weather we're having? Mm. Um, hey, Asher. Sir? Um, I have an apology to make. You do? Yes. Um, let's see. Uh, how can I put this? Um, when Mrs. Mack, my very best friend, passed, I was a lost sheep. I'd gone astray. And it took a young shepherd like you to show me back to the flock to show me the truth. Thank you, Asher. Thank you for your over-the-top, make-an-old-man-want-to-scream persistence. And thank you for loving God enough to love me. You're a talented young man. Continue to use your talents for the glory of the Lord. Oh, and don't forget, don't, don't forget about me, okay? <laughs> hey, buddy, you're crying? <laughs> I, I, I'm not crying, you're crying. I, I just have leaky eye holes. <laughs> Where's the tissue when you need one? Yeah. <sighs> hey, uh, what'd I miss? Um, oh, nothing, uh, just that the lost sheep was found. It's a Christmas miracle, I tell you. Well, praise the Lord. Uh, well, um, I, I, I need to go. I, I need to go back. Oh. oh, and as parting gifts, because I had to wear pants, I'll be taking this nice coffee mug and this beautiful Bible. Uh, sure. Uh, Mr. Mack, please know that you are always welcome in our home, and we're going to be praying for you and your family. You know, that means more to me than you'll ever know. Sure. Thanks, Mr. Mac. Bye, Mr. Mac from the shack in the back. <laughs> Asher. Well played. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas, Mr. Mac. Thank you again. Oh, hey, Dad, can I borrow the iPad? Quickly, before I forget everything. Another voice memo to the Danville dudes? Yep, and thanks, Dad, for everything. Sure, son. I love you. I'm proud of you. And I'm going to need some privacy, just so I am. You got it. iPad's under the table, bud. Thank you. Okay, where's the app? Um, here it is. And record. Hey, Danville dudes, it's Asher again with Voice Memo 13.0. So the craziest thing happened today after encountering the old man. I found out his name and his whole story about living in our shack. His name is Mr. Mark McClendon, better known as Mr. Mac. I know, right? Mr. Mac from the shack in the back. <laughs> so funny. Anyway, my dad actually knew him from when dad was a kid. Small world, right? But Mr. Mac used to be a deacon and faithful follower of Christ. And the reason he's been living in the shack in the back is because during quarantine, his wife suddenly passed away, and he had an unfortunate misunderstanding with his family. And they all left him, like totally alone. They moved out and wrote him off. It's super sad. And due to quarantine, the church doors were closed, so he felt isolated, and he's been bitter ever since. He was completely misunderstood and not given a second chance to make things right with his family. Meanwhile, God gave me the persistence to be his friend so that God could soften his grumpy old heart and once again hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm so pumped that my family had the opportunity to, make, to show him love and grace and a chance to make his heart right for the Lord. I miss you guys, but I'm certain that this is exactly where God wants me. Mr. Mack and Maxwell House may even go on the road. Well, probably not. But he is going to start coming to church with us. With, uh, with, with us. With candy in hand. Just like he did when Dad was a kid. 
Okay, it's been real. See you guys over the New Year's. Over and out. It's time to celebrate. Hey Alexa, play Hark the Herald Angels Sing because I'm Pandora. Okay, playing Hark the Herald Angels Sing on Pandora. You're welcome. lot of fun, wasn't it? Hey guys, I want you to know that Kids Cam really makes a difference in kids. Uh, you may remember some things that you learned when you were in church when you were little that you still do today. And so even though all of these kids may not be able to play guitar one day, all of these kids may not be able to sing in front of church, the deal is they are discovering their gifts and talents, and God is going to use these kids in a mighty way. And I want you to know you have invested in them, and thank you for doing that. As I was thinking uh, today about this message, and I'm only going to be a few minutes, but I want you to know that um, I am uh, married to Carla, and Carla and I live in Pell City, Alabama, even though we work here. Uh, in addition to that, we have two daughters, and uh, our daughters are Kari and Cassie. Well, Cassie is uh, a lot of fun. Let me just say it that way. She's an adventurer. Cassie's a lot of fun. If, you, if you're friends with me on Facebook and you ever see Cassie's stuff, you'll see she's doing crazy, wild stuff all over the world. She's a good girl. She's just a little wild. Well, that happened even when she was the age of these kids. So she was about seven or eight years old. We were living in Hoover, 
And we had a tradition that we did in the evenings when we had supper, we would play a game just to have conversation called high-low, and we would share our high of the day, the good things that happened, and we would share our low of the day, the things that concerned us. Well, one night we are talking, we're having our high-low game, and we're having conversation, and all of a sudden Cassie stands up on her chair in the kitchen, she puts one hand on her hip, the other hand in the air, and she says this, a poing. I know, you just said, what? A poing. So she starts screaming, a poing, a poing, a poing. And I don't know how you spell that, but I spelled it A-P-O-I-N-G, okay? A poing. And we're like, what is going on? What is she doing? And she said, I've got something to say, a poing. And I'm like, okay, where did she get that? Probably some from her uncle or somebody or from some kids minister at church or something. So she said, I've got something to say. It's important. Pay attention. Listen to me. Now, has your child ever really needed your attention and they let you know, I need your attention right now? And that's what she was doing that day. In thinking about Cassie and raising her hand, putting her hands on her hip, standing in a chair and saying a poem, it reminds me of the last song that the kids sang. Because this last song is a rich song in doctrine. It's Heart the Herald, Angels Sing. And it's pretty wild. This song has all kind of neat theological and doctrinal thoughts through it. And I know we sing it every year, and we don't really think about the words. But Charles Wesley wrote this song in 1739, a long time ago. And he wrote these words, and if you read it closely, you'll find that it says all sorts of things about Jesus and about God. And so he starts off with hark, which means, guess what? I need you to pay attention. I need you to listen up. I need you to hear what I'm about to say. What I'm about to say is very important. He says, hark the herald. The herald is the message. He said, there's a message and the angels are singing it. Hark the herald, angels singing, saying, hark, pay attention. But many times we just sing that song and we don't pay attention. We just hear the words one more time. Some of the words of the song go like this. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. He's saying, the king of kings and the Lord of lords is born. That's great news. It's important to listen up. He says, this king is coming to offer peace, to offer mercy, and to reconcile God and sinners, to bring us back to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. He's saying, this is important. Hark I've got great things to say. He says, Jesus is the highest in heaven's adored. He's veiled in flesh, but yet he's also deity. He says, mild he lays his glory by, which means he humbly comes and lays away that glory that he had in heaven and comes to earth, takes on flesh, and becomes a man. This is great news. He says he's coming to bring light and life to all. He says, come, come. Desire of nations come, fix in us your humble home. We're saying to Jesus, Jesus, we want you to come. We want you to be in our homes. When the hymn was first written in 1739, the words were not, Hark the herald angels sing. They were this. Hark the welkin rings. Hark how the welkin rings. We're like, what is a welkin? Never heard of a welkin. Welkin was the very vault of heaven, the very center of heaven. And what he was trying to say is, as Jesus comes, the very middle, the very, the very lowest, the very strongest part of heaven, very most, the most precious part of heaven rings out. And, and later on, uh, his friend George, George Whitfield said, hey, people don't know what that means. Let's just change it. And so he usually never changed songs, but he allowed the song to be changed to hark the herald angels sing. Well, we read about this song. We read about what took place in this song in, in Luke chapter 2. And the first part of Luke chapter 2 talks about the birth of Jesus. You know that story. But then down in verse 8 is where this song comes from. Verse 8, let me read this. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. 
So the first thing is there were these shepherds. They were just doing their normal job. They were normal guys. They were out in the, out in the wilderness. They were watching their sheep. They were protecting their sheep. They were taking care of their needs, and they were watching at night. And they're just out there doing what they're supposed to do. Shepherds. Oftentimes, shepherds weren't that important in society, but yet they had a very important job. Just by the way, ministers are called shepherds. And, and I take it very serious when I'm called a minister or a pastor because I know that God is saying, Rick, you are a shepherd. But they are going to learn about Jesus, the great shepherd. In verse 9, it says, An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. When this angel came, and by the way, it was one angel at this point. When the angel came, it was frightening. I mean, can you imagine? You do this job every night, but then one night, just from nowhere, an angel appears in heaven. And they're like, what? And it says that the angel lit up the sky. An angel, and the angel said to them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. The angel calmed their fears. I've got great news for you. Hark, there's something coming and it's wonderful. Verse 11, for unto us is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. The greatest message, by the way, of all history. And this will be a sign unto you. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. This has just happened. He said, this has just happened, and you are among the first to know, shepherds. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. All of a sudden, there wasn't just one angel, but there was a whole host of angels in the sky. In your imagination, go back to that just a second. You've already got one angel talking to you, sharing good news. And then all of a sudden, angels are everywhere. And they're singing glory to God in the highest. And he's bringing peace. So the song, Hark, the Herald, Angels Sing, means a lot. It's saying, hey, hey, shepherds, listen up. I've got something important to tell you. And today, God says to us, listen up. Hark, God has a message to share. You know, when the angels went away into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, hey, let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. I think the shepherds kind of looked around and they said, hey, uh, hey, dudes, uh, those angels are gone now, but they said something about Bethlehem, child being born. Why don't we go see what's going on? And so the shepherds got up, and they went straightway, and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby there in the stable. And when they saw it, they made known the sayings that had been told to them. And Mary pondered these things in her heart. Once again, the shepherds spent time with Jesus because of the announcement and the invitation that was brought to them. Maybe today, maybe today, you've heard this and you've experienced this production, and you say, you know what, dear Heavenly Father, I hear you calling me. I hear you saying, hark, this message does not need to be a message that we forget. It needs to be a message that we live and share. So when we are invited, when we hear the invitation, when we hear the announcement, we need to move toward Jesus. So what does that mean for you? Maybe today you're here and you come to church every Sunday. You're always in church. You pray regularly. You uh, tell other people about Jesus. But maybe today, deep in your heart, you don't have real peace and joy. This baby Jesus came to give us peace and joy. Turn to Jesus and find that peace and joy. Maybe today you came and you heard the story about Asher and Mr. Mack, and you realize, you know what, my family needs to recognize the people around us. Maybe there are people today that are in your neighborhood, that are in your family even. Maybe there are people today that you just come across that they need Jesus. They need the joy and the peace that he gives. And so my, my encouragement to all of us would be, let's keep our eyes open because God can use us in a mighty way to make a difference, just like Asher made a difference in Mr. Mike. Maybe today you don't have that joy at all. You don't have that peace. And you need God's mercy and you need God's grace. Maybe today you've never asked Jesus in your heart, but today would be the day to do that. In 2 Corinthians 6, 2, the Bible says, Now is the favorable time. 
today is the day of salvation. Maybe you're wondering why you never have any joy at Christmas. Maybe you're wondering why you don't have peace in your life. It's because you are not totally giving yourself to Jesus. If you're not a Christian, if you have never asked Jesus Christ in your heart, I want you to do that today. The Bible says now is the favorable time. Today is the day of salvation. A point, a point. It's important for us to share the news. Today is the day to find real peace. Today is the day to experience real joy. Today is the day of salvation. 